Welcome to Drunk on Comics, episode 236. This is our uh, last recording of the year, and yep. with me I have a full house. Woo. We have Linz, we have Derek, and we have newcomer Josh, Who? which we have to come up with a stupid nickname I, to call him for a little bit. Is he just going to be newcomer Josh, this, like, years from now? Like, <laughs> just like new Derek, yeah. Just like new, new Derek, Derek, yeah, you're yeah. new Josh now. <laughs> I, I think if, if, this, if today's episode is... Uh, any indicator, I think this also might be his last podcast with Comics. This is our last podcast ever of the year. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we had some fun. Uh, we reviewed a couple uh, books. Uh, was it Marvel's Sweet Christmas? It was the Power Man and Iron Fist number one annual Sweet Christmas. Yep, and I also did uh, Klaus and the Winter Witch. Yeah, we got into some uh, Star Wars movie stuff and religion. Star Wars religion. Talked about our favorites of various, like, all of our favorite comics or favorite TV shows. The best of 2016, DOC yes. style, which is unorganized and full of booze. We even snuck in a fun <laughs> unboxing of a Marvel Collector oh, Cork yeah. rate. So everyone sit back, enjoy some champagne. And listen to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 236, Year in Repoo. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't even say you that can't with say a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Tony Giggle. <laughs> There's a closet back She's here. Like, it keeps going. <laughs> like, sounds like you were discovering Narnia. I can't believe you never knew that there was a closet. I did back not. There. I just figured you were covering it because you're you have covering a, a wall here, and you have a blanket here. So I just assumed it was like, and a blanket sound- there. Well, there's that closets, is the soundproof. There's closets yeah. behind all of these blankets. But you know what's funny is like it, the out- I, exterior I, wall has a closet I in it. I see the trim what? around the closet, so I don't know why I I don't know what I thought was. Or back like there. the door down there. Like I, well. Tony, what? You cannot I've seen see your it. house in various states of disarray. It's, I, not, it's not beyond reason that there's just a random door lying yeah. against a wall in your house. Okay, true, true. But it's increasing in value. <laughs> God, one of these days, I'm going to have Matt hide behind there and scare oh the God. shit out of you if we're recording. That would, I would pee. I would pee in your office. <laughs> Great. But then you would clean it up. I would. Then I would probably clean it up. That's true. Hey. Yes. Thanks for cleaning up uh, the area. You're welcome. Hey, did I tell you guys I had to clean up shit all over my basement yesterday? Did you again? Did it happen? Yeah, it happened. Oh, yeah, it happened. They had roots that grew into my pipe, and there's poop everywhere. Oh, again. You slip and break your. I did not slip and break my shoulder this time, but I had to mop up shit. Oh, your, at least it was your, your shit. Fixed? For the time being, yeah. Apparently, our pipe is real shitty though. So. Yeah. Can't Let's wait till you get hooked up on that uh, new age uh, sewer system I know, right? that they've been talking about. I know, <laughs> dude. It was it was gross. Like there was it so much gross. just poop everywhere. Well, they... you know what? This is good training for when you have a baby because there is going to be poop everywhere. 
just everywhere. Yeah, I saw. Uh, yes, a lot of times they just poop horrors. while you're changing them, and the poop gets all There's over you. Poop on like my light, and like on the <laughs> furnace, and like in a ten foot spray cone away. Again, from... this is like a practice what for was a that baby. Movie with Jason Bateman where he was a dad, and they totally showed that where he was changing the baby. Like the change up, the one where wasn't it the one where he like switched bodies with Ryan Reynolds? Was that the one? Maybe I don't remember. I must have been. I must not have been sober when I was watching this. <laughs> but the, I, I, the one scene I remember is him changing this baby, and there's this moment where he's looking just right in the business end of the baby's butt. Yeah. And okay. you see it twitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and next thing you know, he's just covered in green yeah. slime. Yeah. Is this, like, scene in the future of Derek's uh, life yes. spring? Yeah. Yeah. I... Yes. You do kind of look like a young Jason Bateman. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to reenact that scene. Yeah. So much shit. We are going to reenact that scene. Okay, so One of us is going to poo on you. So there was a uh, there was this hose-like hookup in my basement, and I just went, fuck it at this point, and just turned it on and just sprayed water everywhere. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. done. Game over. Yeah. Just... Go towards the sump pump and I'll bleach, pour bleach down there and hope for the best. Oh, that's really shitty. Pour bleach all over yourself. Thanks. Yeah, I uh, Merry showered. Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, yeah, so this will be uh, our last uh, official podcast of the year because when we record the next one, it will post after the year. So we're going to have a lot of just reminiscing of this past uh, awesome year that we yes, had. Yes, it was super on This 2016 was just the Yeah, the best. Best it was year ever. Derek's on... story pretty much kind of summed up the year for us. <laughs> yeah. A lot of shit. A lot I mean, of shit. That was your exclamation point on a yeah, shitty, yeah, it was a, shitty it was a year. Yeah, it was a fuck you on 2016. <laughs> like the... It did end, though, with at least the high note of, like, Star Wars. That is going to be the new best thing to look forward to every December. I mean, there's nothing else in December to look forward to except for <laughs> Star Wars. And no, seriously though, that movie, I'm not going to spoil anything. They Good get the plans. <laughs> they get the plans of the Death Star. Um, I heard that the sequel's already like good to go. Yeah, yeah, like I've seen some screenshots yeah. of what might be happening after this Rogue One. Uh, Can't wait to see that episode 4. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that w- it was like you can't like the ending you know what happens but how much of the movie the trailers kind of threw you off and everything it it just was a perfectly made movie and i can't believe how they could do that with everyone knows kind of what happens in the long run how they could do that but it was it was really stunning so. yeah so I have not seen this i haven't either but yeah, none there, of you guys have i know we're bad nerds. Nerds. so you're the only I know. one that's we should it. go yeah. I've got a couple non-spoiler questions. Okay. Just really simple things. Did they do, like, episode 3.5 at the beginning credit sequence? No. they. It was the first Star Wars that didn't have an opening title sequence. Like, it oh, just really? said they Star Wars. And then it, and everything? And then it did, like, uh, you know, the space and everything. But mm-hmm. Which, I wonder if they're just going to do that in for all the standalone, like, make it a different to where it just kind of goes in yeah. and not retelling of the stories because mm-hmm. all these standalones are going to be side stories of the main story arc. Right. So, yeah, so they didn't have an opening scroll. Oh, that's interesting. I had another one, too. I can't remember what it was now. Darth Vader does show up. Uh, yeah, I heard that he was, he was in there for a little bit. Is there is there any, I don't want to know what the information is, but is there stuff that ha- that's pertinent to the new movies, like the new 
main story arc? Not that I... Unless they put stuff in that we wouldn't have noticed oh, okay. to, like, you know, where yeah. that comes about. Yeah. Uh, and that's all I can kind of say of why. Mm. But it just... It ends on a bang, and it's awesome, and just go see it before yeah. <laughs> before the next year but uh oh, yes, i have to say though the darth vader movie times we don't have an official clocked in yet obviously me and lynn's totally lost but Derek, yeah well no was... well if it didn't fall in though that that three minute i thought we were there, prices writing it no we weren't because then because i technically had the last guess and i would have said five minutes and one second said five to eight, asshole. Yeah, no, well, that's why we changed it to five to eight, because oh. I could have then screwed you out being the last to guess. You guessed five, Lynn's guessed less than a minute, which was just dumb. <laughs> and then Fuck I you. decided I would split the difference <laughs> in between you two and just say four, and then we were going to give you the, you know... The over? Yeah, up till eight, because right, then... then, yeah. yeah. If it was like an hour, then none of us were even close. So I think officially we... Out it's we just a Darth Vader all movie. Off. <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing. He was in every scene. I will say this, though. Like, the CGI that they did um, for some of the characters, like, it was just, like, you're stunned. You're like, yeah, whoa. Yeah, that's what I heard. So. I, yeah, we didn't, we know there's no official time for how long he was in there, but it, is, it said. Well, that, well, we could relook it up. I saw, though, less than 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, and that was just right after it came. Like, it, the opening night, it had yeah. Darth Vader less than 10 minutes. So, Derek still could technically win. Yes. But I know that we definitely lost from yeah. oh, as much screen sure. time as I saw. I although, wasn't with a stopwatch. Although I did just read that, and I mean, I don't, I haven't heard anybody be pissed about the length of time Darth Vader was in the movie. I think everyone is expecting it not to be a lot, but uh, he was only in twelve minutes of A New Hope. Was he really? Yeah, he was only in twelve minutes well, of that's that movie. True. Yeah, he was not. In, he was not a huge there was in that. the fight right. and then there's the beginning yeah. obviously and, and that's it kind of like then kind of showing up right yeah yeah 12 kinda minutes like total anthony hopkins is in like 10 minutes of silence of the lambs right. but it's the scariest 10 minutes of yeah. anything yeah. Ever. <laughs> exactly so you know people if you're upset calm down well and there was <laughs> that one guy that we talked to at the burlesque show that uh that was that you randomly came up to and you were like, I like your Star Wars shirt. Oh, yes. Tell me something. How how much time was Starth Vader in the movie? <laughs> I was doing... And he goes, is this a trick? I know. <laughs> he looks at me. <laughs> like, is this a trick? Like, no, I have no idea why she's asking. <laughs> I was doing street reporting. Right. He said four minutes. D.O.C. on the street. Yeah. He said like four minutes. Did you minutes, actually have a recorder? Four minutes. No. Yeah, so that was just you being a crazy person. <laughs> so no. when are you guys going to Star Wars? Since I'll probably just unintentionally end up in the theater at the same time as you that guys anyways, true. which oh, always yeah. seems to happen. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. Sometime soon. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you know. Okay. This is what I've been getting for last week or so. Yeah. It's just, it's the holidays. It's so I know, it's a real right shitty now. time. Yeah. I'm getting conflicting reports now. It's saying it looks l- roughly around 15. Why isn't there a nerd out there that... Is it stopwatch? Exact, yeah, I'm, We'll do it. We'll do it. You'll do it? Yeah. Get the official yeah. count? Okay. And then we'll post it on the Drunk on Comics website. So stay tuned to the Drunk on Comics website, where we'll have the exact amount Just of click time every time he's on the screen. That Darth Vader I doubt is on you the guys screen. are gonna really be paying attention to the stopwatch. You're gonna be like, "Oh shit, he was just on." Did we? Do we had a couple? Couple. Well, that's seconds? why you. That's why you. Cl- click I have an actual stopwatch. Oh, really? Like a literal, like click, 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 click. So you just stop, start. Yeah, you don't want to be start, the asshole stop, in the middle of Star Wars with your phone with out, your like phone, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll just click it when it he's on, and click it off when he when he leaves. Okay. 
Well, you guys do that and come back with those of news. Uh, right now, let's get a little holiday cheer. And what do you have there, Derek? Well, since I... What's came... in the box? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brad Pitt. Uh, since I came home today and saw that snow was melting all over this, I figured I would bring it over since the UPS guy just chucked it in a snowbank. Oh. Thanks, buddy. Merry Christmas to you, too. Yeah. Um, I got the super fun Marvel Collector Core X-Men box in the mail today, and I haven't opened it because I thought it'd be fun to do it with you guys. Aww. I miss getting Loot Crate. Like, I really do. That's like Christmas it once is. a month. It really is. I know. So these come like every other month. It's pretty that's fun. Bigger that's bigger than Loot fucking, Crate. Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> yeah, it's it's probably got some Funko Pops and stuff in it, so I guess we'll uh. Kinda... Here's a sword if you need something to open it with. I already stabbed it with Galactus's head horn okay. thing. <laughs> so, all right. Let's crack this bitch if I can even... Fuck. You're just going to hear a lot of rustling and Derek swearing. And okay, <laughs> the top is off. So, we got the fun collector core pin, which is a Magneto helmet. Oh. Ooh. I know. And a storm patch. It's like, it seems like it was just thrown in last minute. Well, they were glued on, but it looked yeah. like they fell off. Oh. So. Because it was sitting in wet snow. All right, so let's see what we got here. Apparently the next box is going to feature superhero showdowns. Cool. So that's that's cool. Um, there's a special cover champions number one. Oh, I like that. That's kind of cool. Did you read this comic, by the way? No, I didn't. I, it's actually not bad. Really? Yeah. Okay. I picked it up. It's fun. Yeah, that's a fun looking... Uh, I unfortunately don't make mine Marvel anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we got a t-shirt, which I guess we can open and see what's in here. This is all, like I said, all X-Men themed, so... Oh, shit, I'm stealing all of it. Did you Did you not get one? <laughs> no, I don't get this box. Well, you should have... Okay, so apparently it's a college shirt of Xavier's... Uh, that's actually pretty sweet. I want that. A ringer tee. That's pretty awesome. How much did this box cost? I don't remember what they are. I'll have to is look it, it up again. Than... Well, yeah, it's more than Is it more than Two Funkos. It's gotta be pretty expensive. We got this uh, probably 40. fancy rock candy mystique. Oh. And oh, dropping shit. Okay. Wolverine on his motorcycle. Oh my god, that's, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> you better watch that stuff. And that's it. Double check so, it all before you leave. And then a cool box. Because it might be in my bag. <laughs> that's a pretty sweet Funko, though. <laughs> that is really though. awesome. I like how the Marvel sticker's upside down on it. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> awesome. Exclusive. Exclusive. Marvel. I thought that was on the inside of the package for a second there. That's like, hilarious. But yeah, that's pretty cool. These are cool. Let me look at that bad no, boy. I'm never oh. getting that back. Nope. <laughs> look at it. He won't give it up to me. I remember though. I always thought of doing like opening like when I got my loot crates like on when we were recording. I was like, no, Does I want to fucking off? see what I got. And I, well, I held wait. off. Does he you are a man of strong conviction yeah, more than I know. I think he comes off the bike. It totally from the picture on the back. It totally looks like he's just flipping. I think he off. does. Like looking at the picture like as he's driving by. But it's funny because he's totally like his butt is totally like, like I don't know how to explain <laughs> well, it. I'm doing it with my butt, but butt. like it's kind of like stuck you can't up, even like see he's it. <laughs> like he's sitting down. So when you take him off, it's just gonna look like he's yeah, kind of starting totally to squat. Shitting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 just put him over a Spider Man. Funko yeah. or something. So, so you cool. you used to get Loot Crate, right? Yeah, I did. And do you like this one better? I like, don't know. I mean, Loot Crate gives you more variety. This is like strictly like Marvel stuff right. every time. But yeah. Um, but no, I mean, the stuff I've gotten has been cool. Like the shirts have all been fairly cool. Um, I got like a Doctor Strange one. Yeah. Last Loot Crate was Doctor Strange. It had a cool like all gold like Doctor Strange Funko. So yeah, I figured I'd switch it up every now and again from Loot Crate and 
and back. So. Well, you're also you you picked up at the comic shop a Marvel Christmas book. I did once again because the last one was so good from DC that I figured I'd give Marvel a shot. <laughs> I got the uh, Power Man and Iron Fist Sweet Christmas number one annual. Oh, well, that's worth it. Specifically for the title, yeah. that was the only reason I bought it. That's no, and it was actually a pretty decent story. It starts off with the newest craze toy at the Toyverse, like Toys R Us type place, and then. Uh, forget the demon guy's name. Pretty much turns them all into living demon things. But mm. there's, um, was it uh, Luke Cage uh, with his wife and daughter and Christmas shopping with you know their good boy uh, Iron Fist. Yeah, and... is he wearing a tracksuit on the front of that cover? He's got his Iron Fist ridiculous tracksuit outfit. Yeah. Oh, okay, that is that. That's his new outfit. I guess that's what he's been wearing lately in Power Man and Iron Fist, hasn't he? Yeah. Is he sponsored by Adidas? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All I'll say is it, it out of the many uh, stories that were in the DC one. It's this... Damon Hellstrom, by the way, is the evil demon guy. Oh yeah, because no, well no, there was another. Uh, um, he shows up, but there's another um, fucking demon in there. A fucking demon. Yeah, a fucking demon. <laughs> a fucking demon. Gustav Silby or whatever. Yeah. yeah, but uh, Santa Claus does show up, and it's kind of. Uh, cool in in the sense of like they're like was that really santa like you know in a world of marvels you know santa, santa claus exist. you know i love well it's like as if half the time they forget them every year when these you know annuals come out of like wow santa does exist and everything but i just i liked at the end when um he's just you know they're like you know you know can you come help or whatever he's like i just you know the world's you know too big and everything but you know i'll do what i can and stuff and as just as everyone else does because um and he's like even you damon um wait no actually damon actually looks like a good guy it's krampus who is actually the evil monster yeah that's what so, that's yeah. what i couldn't remember if it was krampus or not yeah because he just shows up to try to help fight the demon yeah. um but the true meaning of this holiday um and all holidays is love oh and we honor those Aww. we love we protect them and i'm proud of you all this day and i'm like that's a good sentiment. That is. That's our sweet Christmas. That's our ending quote. This has been drunk. See you next year. Should have just saved that no. for, the, for the end of the podcast. Yeah. Damn it, Tony, ruining everything. <laughs> Nothing shuts again. Well, no. going in the Christmas spirit in Santa Claus ish, I uh, got from our good friends, and actually, I didn't know this book was coming out until actually uh, comic book shop Vault of Midnight. Um, they talked about it, and I'm like, holy shit, I didn't know that they were making more of these. It is uh, Klaus and the, and the Witch of Winter, and this is a one-shot um, following the story arc that was made by Grant Morrison, and he wrote this one as well, and Dan Mora uh, illustrated as long as with the other uh, original seven-issue series, and where that one took place in the becoming of his power and him being you know, Santa Claus and everything throughout the year. This one picks up in in modern times. And this is a one-shot. This isn't a new story arc. However, um, Grant has said that they want to... They're going to continue doing more of these. Yeah. So whether small issues or whatever, but they've pretty much turned him into a superhero. Well, he's Santa Claus. Yeah, and his powers and everything. But he's not, like... The old bearded Santa Claus. No, he's, he's still super like the hot young lumberjack Santa Claus. Like yeah, pretty much. Thor. He, it's like out Santa gifts. Claus that can come down much, yeah. my chimney anytime yeah. he wants. With his so. with his uh, <laughs> pet friend uh, Dire Wolf, pretty much uh, Lily. Mm-hmm. And this, like, really, I start off like, okay, where's this taking place? I'm like, 
modern day, okay, this is not, you know, this the original book. And then people are like, wait, Santa Claus is you. And it really was great in how throughout the story, pretty much saying, you know, I used to have helpers, but the population just grew so big that couldn't keep keep it up. And then I had parents help me out to keep the, the spirit alive. Aww. So as if, like, that's why now at times he's not been... Plus that he's been... It also, in comic book story fashion, he talks a lot about where he's been without, like, the readers being like, wait, what happened? Like, I had to even research. Did I miss a series? He was stuck up on the moon for decades with some chains... Because the, the Moonanites, uh, that's not what he called them. The <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, is from, this an Aquatine crossover? Yeah. We are the Moonanites. <laughs> no, but Our God the, is a half man, half wolf. What he said with the lunar, Back inside. <laughs> the lunar change when everybody finally escaped to find out when he gets to this uh, person's house, the children were missing. And he's been, you know, there to help. Uh, he got the letter from, from the daughter of what she wanted for Christmas. And and I won't spoil what her her wish was or anything, but it's a pony. What? It's a pony. Yes, that's exactly what she wanted. Is a pony. <laughs> All little girls want a pony. No, so her and her her younger Sometimes brother. Sometimes boys do too. There's <laughs> a lot in this book that it, it takes a second reading to kind of get it. You don't have to have read the original series even, um, but it gives you more fleshing of who this character is. But this is a self-contained him being a hero, knowing that he's the younger, hotter version of Santa Claus, um, he's taken on the Witch of Winter. and Like Jack you, Frost? Yes, but a, a but chick. A oh, and, that and that's where the story revolves around global warming, which was kind of like, wow, that's, you know, taken on an entire, like, you know, dynamic of uh, political intrigue and, well, not even intrigue, just political bullshit. And... What I liked was the Witch of Winter has always been sleeping up north, but now that the heat has come up there, has thawed her out, and she's quite pissed at the world of man and pretty much take, making uh, pretty much, uh, I won't, don't want to say golems, but like wooden creatures uh, to pretty much destroy the towns, get a, get a giant army. And it is within this that you see his workshop that she's taken over, you see a person who helped him, being Geppetto, oh, who I was like, that's, that's pretty amazing. sweet. And it made me think of fables yes. and how Geppetto was in, in there and he's made a wooden army as well. And there was like, I think that had to have been sort of the reason why they put him in here. But there's so much stuff that you're like, wait, I want to know what these past, you know, he kept talking about stuff as if like, almost as like Thor, like, mm. oh, when I beat the, you know, giants of, you know, the frost giants of Asimov. Yeah, or something. <laughs> and you're kind of like, wait, well, I want to know that story too. Like, he's talking about all these things that have happened throughout the years. And ultimately, you know, Santa Claus wins wins, in, in, in the end. Uh, not with a little heartfelt uh, Christmas joy within. Very good story. Uh, I had to read it a second time, though, just so that... Because I kept having questions that I had to keep pausing and Googling. Like I said... If it made other you stuff learn happened. things. And then just reading it the second time, just being like, okay, I'm just reading this for this. And it was really, really well done. So really awesome. liked it. The art is amazing and it's a good story. And I'm just glad to see that it's a new a new hero or a new take on. So when's what? the movie coming out? Oh, yeah. No shit. That, <laughs> yeah. That is, this is definitely something that could be it put into a like movie. It sounds like it totally could be a movie. The um, I wonder if they're going to do like one a year. 
you know, one comic book a year. Probably or definitely, but I can also see them because at the end, to not give away what the Christmas wish was or anything, when he eventually healed the the Witch of Winter, uh, he was saying how she's something that can't ever die either. Like you're thinking, oh, he's gonna kill us, this lady, but no, she has always been around. She's an immortal like him, but she's been frozen for so long. That she hasn't really thought out, and then she kind of like became like a good like she's it's now it's like renewal. You're a good witch or a bad witch? It's Elsa. Oh, pretty much. Well, that's <laughs> do an you want to build Elsa, a snowman? Yeah. <laughs> that was the wish. Yeah. It was a snowman. <laughs> <laughs> a talking snowman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a good series, and everyone should read it. I'm sorry, I can't hear anything but Moon and Nights in my head after you said that. Now <laughs> that's from Boom, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am. So Sad that I just learned that Black Science is going to end at issue 40, so 13 more issues. The story of my family, the McKays, as they go through the onion of the universe. And I'm like, I remember just it was at issue 20 or 25 at the end of the book when um, they were talking, when Remender was talking about what they were going to do with this series, they decided wait, we had an original ending. We're totally skipping that, and we're going in this whole other direction. And I don't know. It's just such a fascinating book. Like, I love more and more um, independent, like, not even independent books. Like, you could be a big publisher, but self-contained worlds. Mm -hmm. Like, um, And obviously, Rick Remender is a world builder. And having some of these, because sometimes, yeah, self-titled, like, books, they aren't as great because you don't have that fleshed-out world. Yeah. but this is definitely one of them, and I was kind of sad to... He's just got so much shit going on. Yeah. I feel like he's writing, like, a hundred books constantly. Because, yeah, I know he does Deadly Class. And that's ongoing still. I mean, how much can you just jam into your tiny little broken hands? <laughs> <laughs> Lynn, you were... hands? <laughs> you had some Marvel um, tidbits... Some Marvel tidbits. Yeah. Well, I know that... So Marvel's been hacked. Their, what? Their Twitter has been hacked. They're, uh... They're a bunch of hacks? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, <clears throat> a hacker collective called Our Mine Security Group. Like, ours and mine. Okay. Um, and they hacked their Twitter feed... And the message they sent out was, we're just testing your security. Email us to help, for help on how to tighten your security. And I'm like, does, does anybody really care yeah. <laughs> about Marvel's Twitter to want to increase the security on it? Yeah, I don't know why, but there's also a lot of people that would be like, oh, this is a trusted source. What is this? I'm going to click on this link and bam, there mm. they got you. Yeah. And that's the bigger issue that, that or like if they somebody started posting racist stuff or something right like that's that. yeah i mean Twitter password is stanley no one is one, safe two, marvel's yeah. been hacked no one is stanley safe one two three <laughs> <laughs> um so speaking of things that marvel doesn't do right like making better passcodes uh <laughs> there's been a lot of talk of this continual renumbering system and not only just the renumbering system but when you renumber then in the story arcs that have happened from when the issue started volume ones um i saw online where the 
Captain Marvel has six different volume ones. And all those volume ones have happened within the last couple years. So when you, when you're a person that's like telling your parents for Christmas or for anything, uh, I want to get this volume one. Now they have like the titles of what the story arc right. is. Who knows that though? Who knows story arc titles anymore? Dude, well, that's the thing, and and <laughs> it's become a big deal with it. Well, it never was a big deal before. Like you would pick up a comic book where it was. You would go look for the trades or the mm-hmm. the back issues if you needed to. Yeah. Volume there, one is one through eight. Volume two is nine through whatever. And they are creating their own chaos by trying to lure in these new readers, which, fine, I get it. You did a reboot, but, like, at least take it from some other places when you do a reboot. At least then keep those continuations right. numbers going, not re... Don't you love how DC undid their numbering system after New 52 to have, like, Detective Comics and Action Comics back to their original, like, 900 numbers? Yeah, and that's, that's great. That's awesome. But even if they started at... At Rebirth, being a full reboot-ish, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't want to say it, but it is. It is, yeah. Um, number one's there, and then in five more years, you do another reboot or whatever, and mix up the status quo, and then you start number one. But every fucking year, yeah. or even halfway through the year yeah. sometimes. Well, yeah, it's do you terrible. remember even, like, this, like, Squirrel Girl made a joke about it last year? He's like, second number one of the year, guys! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, terrible. Nova's just... just- had another number they one. Just I feel like they had two number ones this year. Everything's too. in number ones right now yeah. with Marvel after Civil War. Like every time they have an event, they're like, "Oh, back to number <sighs> ones." Like, and it's funny because they'll have Marvel now number one, but like the like Ultimate's like fifteen or something. You're like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And you don't need to have like a yeah that many number ones. It is no, it makes number ones not important anymore. Exactly. And and if you want to make it a new you know story or like a new just a new arc for readers to come on put that on the front page of the book right like, new arc starting or well that's what they spot. used to do with events and stuff like all the x-men old x-men comics always had like in the corner they had the story arc that was going if it was a big one and mm-hmm. you could just like or they had like the recap story page to be like, does now. Yeah. like victim well, syndicate yeah. remember there used to be so many websites that would help people out being like here's where this falls in this timeline uh, yeah and if you wanted to read up on this read these issues of this book and these issues of this mm-hmm. book and you'll be caught up. Or if you want to know the whole history before they did a reboot before, which you probably don't care now because they... Rebooting it. Yeah. yeah. That's and, why, like, when I was a kid, I never got into comic books. Or I tried to a few times, but I had a hard time getting into it. For, for one, because I was I lived in the boonies and there was no comic book shop around. Yeah. But Cooper for two... Smell. Yeah. But for two, the... Uh, the like you never knew where to start up that's why i liked when dc did do the new 52 i was like oh cool like i can try a bunch of different (laughs) comics right now and just see terrible well they they weren't yeah they weren't great but they weren't bad right you got to start over yeah which is fine like scott snyder and and capullo yeah batman was good yeah Yeah. superman was not No. no Better but, now again because they're using nice. pre-New 52 Superman. But that was nice, but now it's like you still are going to be lost. With well, all, you're going to be even more lost with all the... They're, and the problem is, is they're not start, it's not like they're starting over. Yeah. They're, it's literally the same story. They're, they're continuing from a previous comic. They're yeah. not starting everything all over right. from the beginning again. They're except, just making it a number one. Or except for when they repeat the same stories like in Civil War number two. Right. Yeah. Which Bleeding Cool has recently spoiled 
uh, issue number eight. See, now, now this is like, I think, the fifth event in the last two years that Marvel has fucked up on their release dates of stuff. Like, oh, we talked yeah. about, or we talked about it last week about how, uh, whatever, last Secret War or whatever, uh-huh. how that got extended. And this one should have ended already because there's other books within the the Marvel Universe that are already taking place after, after number eight has happened. So they're just fucking themselves over. But I guess the big reveal within it is... Yes, Tony Stark is dead, but he's really not. His his nanobots in his body put him in a self-induced coma so that they can repair, you know, what they needed to. Because as, and they've done this before already, which, oh, they did it a year ago, they had him re-download his, his uh, mind. So when he was superior, Iron Man, they did made a big deal about how he, you know, set up his mind to be able to come back online if anything were to happen to him. And that was a cool um, story arc, cool cool um, writing. And now they're repeating that one year later of that's what's going to happen. Like, seriously, man, like, stay dead for a little bit longer right. or just get out of the picture. But Or don't die. Like, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't kill yeah. him off if you, you're you not going to let him be dead. Well, it'll be yeah. interesting, though, to see, like, a world without Tony Stark, because he is so prevalent. Right. Until Tony. the next movie comes out. Tony Woods. Yeah. yeah. Prevalent. Covalent bonds. <laughs> Unprecedented. Yes. Unprecedented. Um, Unprecedented. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Another big... Uh, Huge grandma. <laughs> He's <laughs> got all the best grammar. It, I use the best words. I make all my own words. Something else that People and like these are the just rumors, words. but these are rumors that are pretty much have uh, come true uh, before with the, with these uh, with Bleeding Cool and when they've put out uh, these. Press They're usually releases. pretty on point. Yeah. So one of the big things in it is going to have some massive like pages of Ulysses having his visions. And from that, you're going to see different events that are going to be coming within the next three years of Marvel, which I think that's kind of cool because it goes back to an Avengers six years ago that actually they saw a timeline when they went to the future of all these events happening that me and my brother, like, scoured over, like, kept looking Did at it. Did they happen? Yeah, and they've all, like, they've all happened, happened up until, yeah. Even... Well, then why are you mad about all these events? You knew they were happening six years in advance. Yes. <laughs> But I was hoping that they'd be better events. Than oh, okay. What so this will be kind of a cool, like, couple splash pages. Whether that means it's going to happen or not, who knows? Yeah. Because they could always just do whatever they want. It's time yeah. travel. Right. Which brings up to the point of why this event sucks so fucking bad. Who would be on Carol Danvers' side? Like, her just wanting to, like, exterminate Nobody. Like, all bad guys? Yeah, no one. But yet, she has people that, right. like, agree with her. Because have none of these fucking superheroes heard of time travel? No. Because the future is not always set in, yep. in Marvel. They know that. They've gone to the different futures. There are multiple different futures. So who the fuck is going to side with her? It makes no fucking sense. And it pisses... Terrible writing. It, it has made me lose faith in what Marvel is doing. Yeah. Now, if they tease something in this thing of Fantastic Four coming back... Phoenix. Fuck, I'm going to be... Well, you know they're going to tease that. I mean... <laughs> They're going to have Phoenix. They're going to have Superheroes Reborn. Yes. They're going to have Onslaught. They're going to... Oh, wait. Am I back in the <laughs> 90s or am I now? Because that's Marvel's way. Oh, he's so angry Remember? when he talks about Marvel. 
Pretty much. So, remember yeah. the Onslaught? <laughs> remember the Phoenix? I remember. That's true. Well, I know you can't um, legally now hide your sorrow in religion of the Jedi because it's not recognized religion. Yeah, that's an interesting take that I don't want to really touch with a 50-foot pole, but at the same point, <laughs> I, I honestly, I have to say, what is religion? And what are they defining religion? Because if they're going to define it by a narrow category, they got to be telling a lot of people they can't be practicing right. what they practice. Yeah. And if these people want to practice it, it's their religion. There's a, there's that's right, Scientologists... Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, we're gonna get sued now. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. There's no Scientologists that listen to us. <laughs> they listen uh, to everything. There's there's an action so you can get the Temple of the Jedi Order like book that's like their Bible essentially. Like it's in I know in Australia and apparently in England too, it was an actual recognized religion like you could say i'm taking a jedi holiday and your job couldn't do anything about it do we, do we know for a fact though that this isn't just the next version of scientology <laughs> I think, <laughs> like I maybe think, this is what... i think this religion has been around longer jediism scientology that actually might be true <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, well, I mean, I don't know how mainstream it got, but I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day, the first hey, nerd that watched Star Wars yeah. is like, "I'm the Jesus of Star Wars." Yeah, people read Stranger <laughs> in a Strange Land and wanted to have like water families and stuff, yeah. like on Mars. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah. Well, it's, I mean, well, here goes my Sundays. Here goes your Sundays. <laughs> you can just yeah. make it like a Wednesday. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of religion, the UK though, wasn't yeah, it? it was. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of religion, uh, the show Lucifer uh, might be adding another character. <laughs> interesting segue. <laughs> uh, another DC character. A lot of people have been wanting Constantine to cross yes. over. Anything. And the one of the Fox's heads said, you know, never say never, which is kind of code word for eventually. Um, but who they're going to add is Kane who many, or at least I know him from the Sandman series. Right. He was in the Dreaming, wasn't he? Yes. Always, yeah. And if that means the Dreaming is going to happen on Lucifer, they've got me sold. I mean, I so want to see Morpheus and the Endless and that whole world building that they've done in Lucifer's from that, so... Did you... So you started watching that show with pure hatred... Mm-hmm. And you ended watching that show not with pure hatred, right? Or did you still have pure hatred? At I the still end? have. Your some brother just... loved it. I know, and he's the one that okay. brought me over. I to think the light it's side. good if you accept the fact that it's not the comic That's or really based right. off of it. Okay, like That's, it's a buddy it, cop show. It's yep. it boils a bit yeah. to be like it could be so much better, but it's not terrible, and it's got a lot of other people talking about it, which hopefully they then go read the books right. and say. Holy these crap, books these are books amazing. are awesome. This yeah. show is shit, but, yeah. you know, there's there's only hope for that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's horrible. It's just not the comic book. No. Well, yeah. Of course not. It never is. So my birthday's coming up in, like, it a week. Is? Yep. January 2nd, right after the New it Year's. Is? I was almost a New Year's baby. I forget that every year. Yeah. I'm and I ter- remind you every year. I know. Year. I'm a terrible friend. So if you want to get me something for my birthday... Nope. You can get me the life-size robotic Iron Man armor. Nice. Hard pass. Uh, no. The Chinese does company... It, the, does it come in your size? 
Yeah. It's life size. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is a, a they built a, a fully like giant suit that has like over 567 individual parts that flap like down, a, turn over. Is it like a mech or does it tight fit like a suit? It's like a suit. Yeah. So it's like a suit of armor, but it comes with a stand so that you can kind of go in there, but I'm sure they're not all robotic, so you have right. to kind of like connect it all, but you can kind of just... I just we get that for Tony and we just come over one day and, Tony, I'm in the suit. Pull <laughs> me out, I'm stuck. Yeah. I can't get out. <laughs> suit ate me. Yeah, it only cost you $360,000. Oh, so. that's a Thank steal. You. All that money I make at See, my 360000 Yeah. That's candy wow. money right that's there. That's just a hand of blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. I knew you could do it. Um, and finally, for my last list of, well, news. kind of what I not even news really news. news. Uh, we got some Power Ranger Zords. Jesus yes, Christ. I was just going to ask you. Speaking of toys, well, I guess Iron Man armor isn't a toy. I in your hands, it's a toy. Who are we kidding? <laughs> <laughs> But if it doesn't make you fly for $360,000, then it's a toy. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, I want to see Power Rangers with you just because I hope it's bad and it crushes oh. you. So the Zords, so Fuck I've seen them. I've seen them. And I saw the close-up images that they they put of the power coins. And, I, of course, every time I see something that's fucking Power Rangers, I'm like, I wonder what Tony thinks of this. But then I don't text you what you... It's okay, your texts it. don't even go through to me, apparently. I know, your it's, my phone hates you. But, um, so what, what do you think? Well, I have a, a couple uh, thoughts. Uh, the trailer's pretty fucking sweet, <laughs> and it's got me excited about the movie. Yes. Oh, that's what I'm going to say, because oh. I'm a very positive person. <laughs> are you? You're staying on the up and up I, today. I, look, no, I like. I think that these are going to be great, but what I saw, what... Um, the main Megazord look like very big departure. Now, like I was hoping that'd be a little more slick, um, Giverish looking, like their suits and everything. But it looks like uh, I'm. I'm just like I don't know how to say it because I'm sure it's going to be sweet. And these toys are reminiscent. But when you have a, a, a woolly mammoth that has like eight legs and like the tri- Triceratops looks like it has like three legs, like. The only one that has like really true legs is the saber toothed tiger. It has four legs, like a like saber tooth. Like, yeah, what about the pterodactyl? That also has just pterodactyl legs. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just it reminds me of like more like big bad Beetleborgs. Like I don't big bad no. Beetleborgs. Unless Jay these Lano. are unless yeah. these are the dinosaurs from their world. And then if they explain it, I'll be like, holy shit, they made a new like mythology of it, and I'm so happy for us. These are the perfect Zords. I think you're really digging deep into this Power Rangers movie that's not going to be that well written. Hey, you, fuck you, man. <laughs> you do not blaspheme the all-powerful Zordon. <laughs> I do think it's And the coming of the Rangers. I did feel like when I looked at those pictures, it was a little cheesy that the, um, the red Power Ranger... He goes in the mouth of the Triceratops, so then the Triceratops... You mean the, the T-Rex? Or T-Rex, T-Rex. Yeah, and then the mouth just closes on him. Well, I think <laughs> that's that, how like, he gets that's in. just the toy, though, to fit yeah. the little figurine, which... I, which I figure it is, probably. But these don't seem really articulate, like, to play with. Like, I want mm-hmm. my Power Rangers toys... <sighs> they look like giant McDonald's toys. Exactly. They, do. they totally that's do. That's what I think is the biggest problem. Now, if these are just the first 
glimpses of the McDonald's toys, right. then sure. But there better be something where these actually move around and combine. Now, the other ones were kind of big and chunky, too. But also, like... That was um, the 90s. Yeah. Well, not only the 90s. <laughs> I mean, reminiscent of Ultron. Those were kind of just big. But even Transformers, when they kind of have their... When they're turning into a foot or whatever, they're kind of blocky. But Transformers can actually transform not only into a robot, not only into a dump truck, but they can form Devastator. Like, right? why did they not work with them to create these yeah. toys? Um, because I have a feeling that the people that are going to see this movie are largely going to be in the age range of 25 to 40. Thir- 35-year-old virgins. <laughs> so they're not really worried too much about Target toys, demographic. <laughs> but we're the ones that have the money. That is true. That is true. I guess toys aren't for kids. Well, these toys aren't for kids. <laughs> toys are always for, I mean, for adults. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so, the year went by. Yes. What do you think was the worst thing that happened this year? Well. Harambe? <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's not my worst of this year. It was unprecedented. <laughs> it was an unprecedented year. I wish it was an unprecedented year. That's my worst thing of the year. I not would, getting too political. Yeah. I would say, holy shit, the deaths. I know. Like, they started week one. Yeah. And it almost seemed like every other week there was another famous celebrity, singer, mm. uh, It just actor. kept going. And I don't really recall in my life this many people dying in one year. I'm sure it happens all the time. And maybe it's just because we have... I think it's a social media thing. Yeah. Well, but also we've had they were media all like for... 69. Have you noticed that? Almost all of them were like 69 years old. Yeah, they were dying at an age where they still had quite a few years yeah. to yeah. possibly keep going. And... It's yeah, it's weird, and I don't know. This year was terrible. Yeah, and like seriously though, look back at I was even doing some research to be like, have this many people passed away, and I couldn't find anything, let alone has that many people talked about it. Now we've had social media for many years. Why this would just be the case that we saw more? Do you think that it's because we're at the age now where? where people that we watched in movies and stuff growing up are getting to the age where people start dying. You know how everyone, you know, you get to an age and everyone's parents start dying. Like that age. I think maybe it's because we're all a little bit older now that we notice those things more. Like Connor probably didn't recognize any of that. Well, he knew every time, like when David Bowie died and there was a week of mourning in our house, he totally understood what was going on (laughs) there. But, I mean, he... But he he pays attention to when people die because mm. it's all over social media now. But yeah. he might not know or give importance to who they are. Yeah. As much as we do with everyone that died this year, it's all very sad. Well, enough of all the negativity. Let's talk about some good shit from this year. Like what? Well, we are a comic book podcast. In case anybody listening forgets. Because sometimes we go off topic. So let's. So, guy, what was your favorite comic book this year? Overall, favorite run. I know you guys are a little light on the reading this year. I need to take you to the library. I think but. the whole of Rebirth has been pretty awesome. Yeah. I will have to say Transformers. What? Yeah? Question mark. Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> no, like that was really good. Um, there were a lot of good. I'm just trying to remember, though, because some of them have gone on hiatuses, and I don't want to be the 
same catch-all saga because i mean saga was great saga but... was great actually i don't even think it was as good this year as it was last year though but yeah it was i mean you, it's hard it's complete that's good though it, it also seems what the last issue was may and it just now we started picking back yeah. up so yeah we've kind of had the the back end hiatus of, right. of it coming out um what was another good book was Fight Club 2 this year? Yep. It ended this year. Yeah. That yeah. was an amazing yeah. run. I, that would be mine. Yeah. See, I think what I'm having is number one fatigue, and I can't even remember what started and ended. See, I there were just so many, you know me, I'm a fangirl at heart. So every time I read something new, I'm like, I love this. This is my favorite. So I just really have a hard time narrowing it down to just one it's fair. It's like a sad situation to be in. But Gem and the Holograms was probably still. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> still. <laughs> it was. It was really good. I read a. I, I read so much shit this year that it's really hard to just narrow it down to anything from Black Mask. Quite honestly, I could pick up anything from them, and it. I'm, this is my favorite. You know this what? is my new favorite. This no, is my I new can't favorite. Believe, no, I think, well, no, because, like, I can't pick favorites, but I can't believe, like, I passed over Power Rangers. Like, that's a really good fucking book. Yeah. Actually, no, I can pick one, and I've said it multiple times before. Flintstones. No. And the Hanna-Barbera Run. So, like, there are a lot of great comic books that have come out. Yes. This was I a good year. St- I still think Flintstones. I think, we, I think we can also agree The Fix, number one, made us all laugh our asses that, off. That was that was good. <laughs> and uh, Four Kids Walk Into a Bank, number one. Y'all got to read that one. That was amazing. You read that one too, right, Derek? Yeah. I think that was when Adam was still here. Yeah. Oh, the memories. <laughs> memories. <laughs> so do you guys have, like, a favorite writer for this year or artist? You know, artists for me, uh, I love the art, but I've never, I've always been a writer myself, so it's always been writers. Um, I will say, I don't think anyone can touch Fiona Staples. For art? Yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. And I love me some Jeff Lemire, though. Did you see, like, the Steve Dillon stuff right before he died in Punisher? It was really good. Yeah. It was all good. Writer, writers, mine hands down and not just for saga but it's brian Kavon because he did saga and paper girls in both of those books stay strong every single time uh jamie mckelvey for our uh um we'll get divine it. yeah yeah that is just beautiful like there's some comic books that i just am like that is gorgeous i know and we that could... is like art yes like you could make any of those just prints like I've, I still I, have my background on on my laptop at home is still like the number two, I think cover. Wicked and Divine. Wicked and Divine. It's, it's just beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's so clean and bright. Yeah. All right. Uh, my favorite writer was Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah. Like Breakfast of Champions. <laughs> that doesn't count. That's not a comic book. No. How no. dare you be literary in this room? <laughs> I do actually. I do want to. Um, I need to find out because. Do you guys remember the, the DC, uh, whatever the Colonels, the KFC comic book? Oh that my they made? god! Oh, yeah. The four, the four Colonels or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I. Are you, are you naming that your favorite comic of the year? No. I, well, I already just said Flintstones. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I want to know who. I need to look up who the the writer was for that because that was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, you got the the same people though: Remender, Hickman, 
yeah. Kirkman, like, they're all going to be up there in the best. But I'm trying to think of, like, any new people that need to be pointed out. Well, I like um, Matt Matt Rosenberg. He does um, mm, We Can Never Go Home. We Can Never Go Back. Uh, it's another Black Mask title. But he, he started as an indie writer, and now he's firmly with Black Mask, so he's probably one of my favorite newer writers. Maybe that uh, that new guy coming on up, uh, Jeff Lemire. <laughs> <laughs> the Jeff Johns guy, I think he's going to be something oh, yeah. someday. I mean, I picked up this really Who's awesome... Who's Stan Lee guy? <laughs> I picked up this really awesome book by this writer named Scott Snyder? 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 Who's the other? Who must really need money because he's been doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Who's the other what? I was gonna say. Well, one of the things that I do want to get back in. So, New Year's resolution for the next year is get back into picking covers of the week. Oh yeah. Because I was just gonna say, what was the best cover week? I'm like, we haven't honestly really did that. It was probably any one of the random Wicked and the Divine covers. (laughs) Yeah, but then you gotta put in like subtle humor, which could be. I don't know. That Grizzly Shark number one cover was pretty sweet. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Uh, grizzly with a shark. (laughs) That's true. Who's the favorite person you've interviewed this year? Oh, geez. My favorite interview overall was um, with Arlo Grammatica (laughs) from Scott Brewing Company. I thought that was. He was just adorably high (laughs) 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 the whole time just adorably high I don't know Ken Marcus from Superhuman Resources that that was a really really fun conversation that was good too oh yeah that one was actually that one was really good I'm gonna say Bob Saley yeah I thought you were also gonna say the Dan Doherty interview deleted but (laughs) technically that was last year so well it never got posted so it just could keep being recycled yeah Sorry, Dirk, you're not our winner this year. Get Better done. luck next year. <laughs> Just going to have to try harder. Yeah. Come out with another better Kickstarter. Um, Which he probably will yeah. next, next yeah. week. So oh, yeah, for we'll sure. We'll be talking to him then. Uh, we went to a shit ton of cons this year. What one was your guys' favorite? It always, I mean, we always say, you know, Motor City is our home. That's yeah. always my favorite. But... I enjoyed Grand Rapids because it is our hometown. Yeah, I missed that. And I didn't have to really get spend a lot of money for a hotel and, and all that. <laughs> so save down the wallet. Yeah. I really liked C2E2 despite the fact I gave myself plantar fasciitis from walking so much. Aww. So Your way, what? I like messed up the bottom of my foot oh. from, from standing walking and walking so much. too much. I also love C2E2, although we did a lot of work and didn't record any of it. <laughs> Yeah. See, so what do we do? We why talked we, to. Why are we bringing the podcast down? Let's we, not talk let's about bring negatives. It up. Let's bring it back up. Bring it back oh yeah, up. when we when we broke a recorder and didn't record. It. Fuck, yeah. I forgot. We talk, okay, moving we, on from this. Oh, you just made me sad. No, moving on from. Is this that sadness. the end of the winter? C two E two. Yeah. Yeah, it's always like well, it's the it's spring. April this year, yeah. but it was yeah, March last year. It was year. still really cold. Yeah. It was though. brisk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was really. So I remember really walking into the coffee shop so by the red line, walking. and yeah. my glasses completely fogged up, and I like ran into a post because. <laughs> 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 and the guy was like, "Same thing happened to me." I'm like, "Oh god damn it! It's too early for this, and I haven't had any coffee." We should really che- like. Yeah, we should really move this tape post. up on that post or something. What was your favorite? Uh, 
issue out of any issues. Ooh. I'll start Batman number one. I, I didn't have time to think about this when I go through the 8,000 comics I read no. this year. <laughs> just, nothing that just sticks out of like, God, that was a solid issue, or that was like, what? Silence. Yeah, it's silence. that's silence. I'm trying to think what else was super crazy. I, oh, I've read, I've just read so much stuff. Wally West coming back in Rebirth number one was pretty insane. That was exciting. Oh, um, I would have to say the best single issue I read was the end of the first arc of Deadly Class because he, Rick Remender killed off the main character of his comic book. <laughs> like, just killed him off. He's not, he's not existing. He's not coming back. This isn't a superhero comic book. He did. He did. He's very dead. And the comic is still going on, so he's moved on from that. But it was, like, heartbreaking. Not sad. <laughs> Why do you keep bringing us down? I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't they like doing stuff like that in Wicked and the Divine, though, too? Like, oh, you're yeah. a big person. You're dead. Oh, yeah. sucks. But they're all gods in Wicked and the Divine. It's kind of, so it's like part of the story. Yeah. I know. They could come back. Off. But, yeah. yeah. It's... I was going to say uh, Walking Dead 143. That was last year, wasn't it? Uh-huh. When did Ezekiel die? That was a while ago, dude. Was it? Yeah. Fuck, I feel like... That was like 142-ish. That was last year. Okay. Well, I can't remember. I was thinking like it was like winter... Hey, are you caught up on that, by the way? The yes, comics? I just did. How about the most very recent death? Then I'm not caught of- up then. Yeah, you are. You have what? What one are you on? Like one sixty two, one sixty one? No, one fifty nine. I thought you said you caught up. No, that kind of. I like of-ish. how we're kind of watching like a couple fight right now. I thought yeah. you said. I thought you said you caught up, and then he gave him a side I eye. I can't tell you that. I can't say it. <laughs> well, then I got some reading to do over this winter break. If we just left now. <laughs> Don't worry, we're not gonna make out. <laughs> oh well. And there is no reason for me to stay. <laughs> oh. Damn it. So we talk about a lot of uh, TV shows sometimes. Yes. What was your favorite Luke TV show? Yeah. Mm, yeah. For 100%. I loved that show. Most of the time, any TV show, it's always like, ah, yeah, we can watch it. I don't know anything Wasn't Daredevil to do. season two this year, though, too? I thought that was last. No, no it was earlier this year. They were it was, advertising it, it at C2E2. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, say, I think it came out it came the same out, weekend as yeah, C2E2. We yeah. yeah, But no, Luke Cage for sure. Luke Cage was really, really, really good. I really dug Westworld. Yeah. That's yeah. That really my pick. I don't there's, think there's something more intelligent than... Yeah. I just really loved it. Was that. It's between that or Stranger Things. Stranger Things was also awesome. That was. That was really good. It was a good for... Netflix. For, some, for Netflix, really. <laughs> Netflix and TV, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I changed my Mirror. Fuller House. Oh, my God. Did you watch oh. the new season? I totally watched the yeah. new season. New Kids on the Block is on it. Yes. And that dancing guy from Dancing with the Stars and is it, on it. Yeah. And Helen Thicke was on it. Rest in peace. The dancing uh. guy from Dancing with the Stars. Are you talking about Luke Perry? <laughs> no, one of the judges or whatever. <laughs> um, what about movies? You guys have a favorite... I guess it like we could probably stick to like superhero movies since this is 
But yeah, I'm just gonna try much, to think of like some obscure. Yeah, movie. That's pretty much like all I think I've seen this yeah. year is superhero yeah. movies. Yeah, I really like that movie about Jennifer Lawrence in- inventing that mop. It was last oh, year at Christmas. Was that last that year was Christmas? Last year. Yeah. Oh damn. Joy, that was. That's how our years blend in together. Yeah. That's how you know you're getting old. So, what was your favorite superhero movie this year? I mean, it's hard because my favorites usually like. I think of like the last thing that I've seen, mm-hmm. and that sticks out the most. <sighs> Doctor Strange, probably. Yeah. I did like that. Okay. Suicide Squad. Ew. <laughs> Are you serious? Get out of this room! You're fired. <laughs> He's like, no, Batman versus Superman. Yeah. I know. It's yeah. like, well, that's kind of the options, isn't it? Like, what else came out this year? Well, there was uh, Civil War. Oh yeah, yeah, there was that. Yeah. Which was good. And there was an X-Men movie. Nope, I lied. Nope. I can remember my favorite, because it came out this past year, Deadpool. No, oh, yeah. I did come oh, yeah. the beginning of the year. Fuck yes, Deadpool wins. That just wins for everything. I feel like that. I feel like it's been know, around forever. for years. Yeah. Yes, we, we picked something that was in the past year, and we're like, no, that's way too old. <laughs> and then everything else, it's like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, to 2016... Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, you're, you're just like Derek's basement. Cold and shitty. Oh, yeah, it's so <laughs> true. It still kind of smells like poop. <laughs> well, with uh, with that being said, uh, we're looking forward to uh, 2017. Um, we don't necessarily know if it will be good or not, but we are hopeful. Yeah. And from the Santa Claus, seeing isn't believing, believing is seeing. So please fucking be better. Are you ending our podcast right now? Because I have booze in a book. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I like how I raised my hand. P.S. Like, booze in a book. I'm going to do a dramatic pause right here, just in case Tony needs to edit this out. Are we doing booze in a book? <laughs> Go for it. Why not? Just, just do it. So, I read Four Kids Walking to a Bank number three this week. Very good. Everyone should pick it up. It starts in the usual way where they tie their conversation into some nerdy kid thing they're doing and this one is playing with remote cars and trucks it was pretty awesome but anyway i'm pairing it with the truth serum cocktail you have to read the comic book to find out why but the truth serum the easy version because the hard version contains absinthe so i'm gonna go with the easy version uh is a half ounce each of vodka rum raspberry liqueur also known as Cham Shambord, Shambord, and uh, Blue Krakow. Curacao. <laughs> With some Curacao. pineapple juice. Drink it and let the truth be known. Ah. See? There you go. Booze in a book. The last booze in the book of 2016. All right. Well, I guess another quote to ring out the rear year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hey, I've had a few in me tonight, so. <laughs> yeah, you have. Oh, that's the best thing you've said all rear. night. <laughs> Ring out the rear. Now what I want to say is going to be just <laughs> dumb compared to that. I was going to go, <laughs> Harambe. Oh. Oh, and we had the death of Bodie McBoatface, too. Yeah. Didn't they name the submarine Bodie McBoatface? No. I, who the fuck knows if it's they're going to the ever do anything yet. It's not. It's not the boat. Our dreams to- totally did die <laughs> in 2016 yes. when they yes. didn't take that. Maybe it's appropriate that this podcast dies the way that 2016 dies. <laughs> Just 
with a just this episode, with... not this podcast in general. Don't. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say this episode. <laughs> talk about. This Get out! Episode. You're never allowed back into my fucking <laughs> recording studio. Now. Get Surprise, out! Surprise! We quit. <laughs> Fuck off. We're breaking up. <laughs> Shutting down the studio. <laughs> Stay thirsty for drunk on comics. Number one in 2017. <laughs> oh, reboot.